Another thing that people set off on the track of is they set goals that are not under their control. And what's, I, what's an example of that? Well, a lot of times I see, I'm thinking of in business, a lot of times people will have to do a project that requires the support of a lot of people or requires something to happen that's okay. not under their control. An easy one to think about is, well, let's say I want to win the lottery. Okay, that's not under my control. I know a lot of people would have that as a goal. Right, which is pretty sad. It is. And the only way to bring a goal like that under your control is to buy all the possible combinations of tickets. But that costs much more than winning the lottery is actually worth. Right. And so. That's a good example. So if you don't totally control it, the likelihood of you being able to achieve it is not as high. Exactly. And you know, I want to make a little bit of a distinction. Being totally in control of a goal is really the best and the most desirable place to be. But having influence over aspects of your goal is also essential. And the real thing to have in mind here is, you know, I want to go way back to the beginning when we started talking. If your goal is written down, you can ask yourself this question, hey, is my goal under my control? Is it completely out of my control? Are there aspects of it that are in my control and other aspects that aren't under my control? And once you sit down and actually think that through, it makes a huge difference because the things that aren't under your control, you can relax around. And you can focus totally on the things that you do control. And that actually changes the whole experience, too. Oh, that was a really good point. Yeah, that's one of the things I guess I've kind of realized, like I said earlier, about writing my goals down. But I wasn't really aware of that was really even happening until you just said that. You know, when you write it down, it forces you to think of all these other things right. that you wouldn't think of if you just kept it in your head. You can't keep it all in your head. Right. Well, maybe you can, but I can't. Right. No, I, I can't either. Actually, I got a great term for basically getting it out of your head from a, a marketer called John Reese. You mm -hmm. may be familiar with him. Yeah. He calls it the brain dump. Yes. Basically, I think he, I believe he says three. Get three legal pads and sit down one day for an hour or a couple hours, as long as you can, totally by yourself, no distractions, with these three legal pads. I believe one is fears. So on one, one legal pad, you write everything you're afraid of. And then another one is wants. You write everything you want. And then another one, I believe, is specific to-dos. I've done that several times since I learned that from him a few years ago. And it's really fabulous feeling. If you actually sit down and do it, most people, again, won't do it right. because it's work. But what they don't realize is if you would just take the time to do that, again, stop rushing around like a lunatic, sit down, relax, think about all the things that are in your head, get them out of your head, you'll be amazed at how much better you feel. You don't have as many things to remember because now you've got it down on paper, it's like your brain can relax. It's, I don't know, it's hard to explain that feeling, but that's how it felt to me the several times that I've done that. I love the way you uh, laid that out, and there's a phrase that I use with the people that I coach, and the phrase is this, it's not the things that you write down that give you trouble, it's the things that you try to remember that cause you trouble. Ah. And just the act of having to keep all these things in the mind actually causes people anxiety. Right. So having a list where everything's written down in front of you allows you to relax. You don't have to worry about forgetting things. Even taking that one step further, that writing all that stuff down is really a nice way to sit down and start planning a new year. That can set you up. And so rather than using the old-fashioned thing of setting New Year's resolutions, which I haven't really met anybody in years that's actually hit a New Year's resolution, right. but to actually do some real clear planning. That's why we use things like Vision Day and that my partner Debbie and I created this our program, Great Start 2007, things like that. Right. No, that's great. And actually, 